Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. You can find me on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. Spelling G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y. Enjoy the show. On episode 25 of the Galen Trombley Show, I have my good friend Matt Craig back. Matt Craig, as you guys heard in episode one, all the way back to episode one, he is the founder of Open Gate Farmstead. He is also the founder and host of Craigcast, which is a local podcast that he has been absolutely crushing. Um, we kind of go into a little bit of uh, rotary. We go into his YouTube or YouTube, his YouTube channel, Open Gate Farmstead, with his wife Sarah. We also talk about realtor safety. Um, and we actually have a little bit fun talking about the Adirondack Young Professional Survivor. Who would win in an Adirondack Young Professional Survivor? Um, I thought I had a very good choice. Um, I think the obvious choice we both agreed was our good friend. Actually, I won't even say it. it. was a good friend of ours, but we think that he would have been too good that he would have got voted off just because people would not want to go up against him. So, um, fun episode. Matt had to leave quick. He had a, he had a farm, Open Gate Farmstead. Um, uh, emergency come up that he had to run off to, but we wanted again, like I said, we just kind of went in, had a little bit of fun, and got right down to some good conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy episode 25 of the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to episode 25 of the Galen Trombley Show. We have our leadoff guest, Mr. Matthew Craig. Um, you all may know him as the one of the co-owners of Open Gate Farmstead and the founder and host of North Country's own Craigcast. Um, he's back for our silver anniversary, number number 25. And uh, go back, listen to his backstory. We're just going to kind of get right into it. So, M- Mr. Matt, thank, thank you for joining. Is... Did you make up that silver thing, or is that known for I think it's 25? Silver, yeah. Silver Ooh. anniversary. Isn't it silver anniversary, like marriage? It's 25. I think mm-hmm. I think 50 is gold. Each anniversary has a rock number. I'll bring Ryan Lee back for my Diamond silver is, anniversary. Di- Diamond's one of them, too. I just got to be 100. It's real hard to, it's real <laughs> 100 hard to year, re- re- reach 100 in a marriage. 100 year, uh, 100 year marriage anniversary. I'll drink to that. I'll drink some water to that. Yeah, we... Uh, we didn't plan this. I think we were trying to figure out what we wanted to drink tonight. And then I think we Matt called it about is uh, harder than finding where out, where to go to dinner with his wife. So we're both drinking just water and club soda. So I thought the host would just bring alcohol. I was excited for some red I, wine, I do, honestly. I do, do you want that white wine? No. I'll drink red, bro. Do you want that white wine? That's all That's that's all I have here. Any oh. I have to drink in Bud Light from <laughs> one of the <laughs> last, like two podcasts ago. I'll definitely take that. Um, nah, I don't need that alcohol. All right, just just that pure 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 gasoline. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, okay, so like I said, we have no topics, Mister Matt. So uh, just get right into it. How was uh, Rotary today? Rotary today was honestly. Was it the morning? The morning one? No, morning. Sorry, morning one. I I prefer afternoon, honestly, because um, I don't want to wake up super early, and I think people got a little more energy by noon. It was honestly pretty serious. We went. Uh, the Spark Coalition, they're uh, they're 
basically trying to help out with substance abuse. And we saw the documentary that they made, and it was some some pretty heavy stuff, man. It was. What was the topic? Um, basically, it was addicted to hope. So it was sort of like never giving up on somebody if they're an addict, and all the stuff that our community is trying to do to help to help addicts out and to sort of help them rehabilitate back into community. What, what company was running that? Was it a local company? Like, well, it's the Spark Coalition. Is that, not, I don't even know. I've never I'm not sure them. exactly what they are. I don't know what their their acronym is, but mm-hmm. they're they're doing great things. I mean, it's part of like you know the MHAB project. I don't. Where they're I I'm, I'm the I'm no. Is it like a current event I should know about? I only know about this stuff because of Rotary. No, I'm not. So, I'm not a Rotarian. Not yet. What, what is the official Rotarian? Um, is it the name? You guys are like you guys are like white funny. belts and blue belts, and now you guys are yellow belts. Now you're yeah, you're blue belt. You're purple. Belt first, now? you're a red. First, you're a red badge, and like you get no respect at the Rotary meeting. Like you gotta you sit in the kitchen, basically. Yeah, like they don't even let you. No, you have to stand the whole time. No, I'm joking. They're awesome the whole wall time. Wall sits. <laughs> <laughs> just wall sit the whole time. Just wall sit for ninety minutes, and then you do some stuff like you go, you sign up for a committee board, and then you get your blue badge, and then you're you're in it for life. So you got the blue, the blue badge is the badge. I got, I got a blue badge. Blue badge. No, it's pretty. It's pretty cool, dude. I like it. Like every. What, what's the attendance level at Rotary? About seventy five people a week. That's good. That's a lot. No, I mean it's it's because it, I've been to a few other organizations, and it seems like it has the most people and. I don't know. I like everyone so far. There's everyone's been nice to me. I sell eggs every week. It's absolutely hilarious. After Rotary, I sit down. You pay a dollar and do a pitch. <laughs> no, I, I do some fire pitches. <laughs> like I, I had everyone do a uh, pregnancy prayer for Shirley because she was at her boyfriend's to hope she gets pregnant. And uh, brings, Shirley, Shirley the pig. Of course. I mean, <laughs> I, I assume your listeners know who Shirley is. <laughs> my, my child. <laughs> And and then um, I sit out after Rotor. I sit in the parking lot, and Sarah's was an 08 Corolla, and I sit in the trunk, and I have a <laughs> you pull Shirley out of the trunk. <laughs> I have a big box that I just sell eggs out of, <laughs> and people come. I'm gonna, oh, dude, I can't wait till I can wear overalls to work. What? See this? This is the problem with. Dude, don't you know about I do think, not? I do think, not know what do not disturb is. Yeah, but if I put it on air, so so for people that can't see airplane mode and do not disturb are different no. things. No, dude. No, wait, wait, wait. I'll, I'll explain. Matt, keep talking about selling eggs. So, my my farm or the, that I'm the co-owner of with my lovely wife Sarah Craig, we're down in Keysville. We sell farm fresh eggs. We sell duck eggs. We sell pigs by the half or the whole. We sell rabbits. And it's been it's been fun so far. This year, I switched to using QuickBooks Self-Employed on my phone. Shout out to my accountant slash homie, no tax. And it's been awesome. After I buy something or after I sell something, I just snap a picture of the receipt, and it goes right to the right to the QuickBooks cloud. And it's going to be a lot easier to do my taxes this year. What what is that tax thing? QuickBooks self employed. I, I got Did you talk to Forrest about that, bro? You can't reveal who no tax is. No, but he was the guy that told me about no tax. Oh, all right. Yeah, so, no, they're nothing to do with each other. Um, I'll have to check on. I'll ask some some sources. Um, no. So people that don't know, um, if you don't if you don't watch on Facebook, go on Facebook or not Facebook, YouTube. Uh, we tape almost all the episodes. Problem is, and this is. Sorry, mini rant here. We'll get back to the eggs in a sec. We uh, 
we do face we do YouTube live. It's the easiest way for me to record all the videos. It's the quickest without having to buffer and upload and render and and that just takes way too way too long. YouTube um within the week has basically said if you're under 1000 subscribers, you cannot no or you can no longer go live. Um respect, I, respect to YouTube. So so I won't disclose how many subscribers I have on YouTube, but it's, it's I was top 3. But it's under 1000. Under 100. I actually told Jordy the other day to make a thousand email accounts and then subscribe to my YouTube channel on all thousand accounts and I'll get my YouTube live back. So if you guys can help me get YouTube live back, hashtag get you get hashtag the Gail and Trombley show back on, on YouTube live. Um, but instead I found out that we can record on YouTube directly to YouTube, which will take away the rendering speed. Problem was typically a lot of these things, if I put it on air, my phone, cause I do it from my phone. If I put my phone on airplane mode, it usually doesn't record. Isn't so there, I just tried record. Isn't and then there I, do not disturb though? Well, uh, maybe. But the call just came in. Oh, maybe that's right. You can keep it on you. I don't know. Dude, well, I got you, man. I, I, I'll figure this out. So, but I, I took, and now it's on airplane mode, which basically means nobody can contact me or send me anything while I'm talking to Mr. Matthew, but it's still recording. So I got to see maybe when I'm done. Hopefully it's still, I don't know, it's a test run. This may never actually hit the airwaves or, or the YouTube waves because I could screw it up. But I usually just test it. I just kind of wing stuff until it gets right. Like I said, um, speed over execute or speed over perfection. I just like to execute. So to a me, perfectly this, uh, a decent plan today is better than a perfect plan tomorrow. Um, Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> Michael Scott. Um, so so uh, I actually wanted to ask you about that after, but I don't know. So hopefully you guys will be able to see this on YouTube. I'm 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 testing. This is our test. Uh, our test course, so if it doesn't make um, at least the video, that's fine. You'll still get to hear uh, Matt's velvety smooth voice on the other, on, the, on while, the audio. While we're talking YouTube, check out our farm YouTube page, Open Gate Farmstead. By the way, crushing that. Right? Dude, we're up to 415 subscribers. Very good. But I mean, the, the quality of Dude, the videos Sarah, are good. I got to make Sarah, Sarah make videos for the mortgage Sarah company. Here. Dude, Sarah, I want... Sarah, Sarah do it? Yeah. Yeah. Sarah's like... She's so much cooler than me. That's true. But but Sarah Sarah's... Um, She's talented. She like, makes, I mean, just for kind of like doing it self-taught, she's very good at the video. So um, Open Gate Farmstead on YouTube. Check it out. They do a lot of cool farm videos. Um, I think you just did one with rabbits. Yep. So you can watch go, it. Go, go, go into, give the people a little taste of what they'll see on Open Gate Farmstead. It's mainly, I would say Sarah is definitely the main character. And this is sort of her, her project because... We, uh, her brother is a super successful YouTuber. He's up to 5,000 subscribers. And now subscribe to him. Yep. At 1806 Stonehouse. He's a badass. He's, I actually listened to his podcast. It's mm -hmm. good. It was a good one. Dude, he's smart. I feel like he's like a super genius. Yeah. He, he, he seemed good. It, it was a, it was a good conversation. And, and then, um, yeah, like Sarah enjoys doing it. I got her a, a pretty nice camera and it's a valuable skill because marketing isn't going anywhere. So. YouTube is almost like the practice ground. And then let's say we want to make like an awesome commercial for the farm one day, or I want her, I do want her to make videos for the mortgage company and stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's important. It, it, anything that you learn, that's a skill like that. Like, I don't know who knows, maybe one day I'll be coming for you, Aaron, and I'll start open gate farm said marketing co. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I, I think from a standpoint of it's, you guys have a niche because it's the, it's the farm, mm -hmm. but there's also some good just cinematography 
in the videos. They're not boring. Yeah. The quality's good. She's got some very, you know, she she's mastered kind of the basics of cinematography to make things look vis- visually more appealing. Yeah. Where, like, that's part of my, like, some of my videos, I'm, I'm limited because it's just me and I, like, time-wise, but, like, I think she, because she can kind of do it throughout the day, she can really kind of, like, pick and choose and do some cool things with it. So I think the quality is just really cool. You can tilt that down, too, if you need and to. And there's always a lot of cool stuff going on at the farm. There's a there's a lot of cool stuff going on at the farm all the time. So it's like, you know, there's a there's ducks swimming in a pond. There's bunnies jumping around. There's yeah. chick like a lot of B-roll. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that. The hardest thing, like I want to start doing some some sort of videos in the mortgage office, but I just, I'm just on the phone all the day. What what what's the what was all the wood you guys had the other day? It was like loaded on your pat. Was it kind of like a? Did you guys have a trailer? It was loaded on. Hmm. There was Probably a bunch just loaded of logs. In the truck. It was a bunch. No, it was bigger than that. You had a bunch of logs laid out. Oh, we were uh, the garden. That was our raised bed gardens. Was it just like pine end cuts, or was it actual? Did you see full logs? It looked like it looked like full logs or half cut logs, but they were le- they were long in length. They weren't they weren't the end pieces. Huh. I don't know. I mean, I unless I looked at the photo wrong. Maybe it's an older photo. No, you just posted it. It was like it, the photo was in the front of. It was either on a story or it was on on your Instagram. It was the size of, it said raised bed gardens, right? It might have looked like a pile of logs the way yeah. I took the video of it. Yes. And then the end of the video was Sarah. Maybe. It's I don't on. remember that part, but I think it, it looked like a bunch of logs stacked on each other. Yeah. It was probably the raised, it probably was an illusion. Maybe it is. I, I thought you guys were like logging the property. No, we already got that done. Got that done. We did 9,000 board feet of lumber. And then Sarah, all on her own, made a ton of buildings out of it. So it's pretty cool. How many structures do you have on the on the grounds now? Because you you've added at least one. We had the house, the original chicken coop. We added an eighteen by thirty four workshop. We added a I don't know ten by ten pig pig shelter in the back, and like a I don't know sixteen by twelve goat barn. Don't you have kind of like a lean to type thing? Yeah, the o- lean to open lean to. Yeah, that's for the pig. That's for Shirley. Shirley's still kicking. Dirty Cheryl. <laughs> So how, how many uh, how many how many piglets she popping out a year? We're hoping that she has a, a litter of twelve in the next month or so. How often? How long is the pregnancy? Three months, three weeks, and three days. Really exact? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty close. Yeah, and then you can have them. Uh, you can breed them up to three times a year. We only breed once a year because I don't want to deal with as many animals in the winter. Like once we have a a barn barn, it'll be a little easier. To like, but bringing out water, all that good stuff, and I don't know if I'd be able to sell like 25 pigs a year. Right now we're selling out, so it's working good. Have you ever seen pigs mate? Yes. What's that like? Exactly like you think it would Just be like. Just like, do- like dogs? Yeah. yeah. Same Every- thing? Pretty much everything mates similar. Ducks Ducks are pretty fucked up the way they mate. They hold the girl underwater, and uh, whenever there's like uh, Sarah's mom or Sarah at the farm, she always like yells at the duck. She's like, stop doing that. You're drowning her. Because the male grabs him by the back of the neck and holds him underwater and gives him the old one-two. <laughs> little punch there. Um, that's, that's really how that's done? Yeah. Yeah. Bunnies, chickens look the same. The male gets on top. What's of, a bu- what's a rabbit pregnancy? Um, It's pretty quick. I think it's... I don't those, know. The, those things multiply like crazy. Yeah. Well, you know how I what, got well, how, 50, many, how many litters do they get? Like, what's in a litter? Anywhere from 8 to 15, 16. Jesus. And then they can... Well, the thing about rabbits is they can breed when they're like three months old. So that is why they breed like crazy. Like I put a male in with, we were butchering rabbits 
shout out to PETA. And I put a, uh, a male rabbit back with the females by accident. And there wasn't a breeder. Like it was just like a regular old rabbit. And we had eight females in there and he bred them all. And we had 52 baby <laughs> rabbits. <laughs> and there's just being a rabbit all day. Just, <laughs> just hopping from dude. I would love to be a rabbit. Rabbit. What, what animal would you most want to be? If you could be any animal. Something that flies. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know. The ocean might be so cool, though. Nah. You don't think so? Well, I, the thing is, think about well, the we ocean. Don't know so, about the it. world is 75% ocean. You're only going to see 25% of the world if you're... Obviously, besides a bald eagle. I'm not sure what else I would want to be. Bald eagle? I, bald eagle would be dope. Fly around? I don't know. Like I'd say a cool bird. I'd probably want to be a tropical bird. Like definitely something that's good at flying. I want to be a bird that just travels. Like why? Why? Like that'd be cool. Yeah, like because then you could really just go anywhere. Like an Instagram influencer. You live on the bird. ground. You live in the water. You live ab- above. If you're a duck, fly ground and water. <sighs> Little you know Canadian Whoa. geese summers in Canada winters down south. <laughs> <laughs> a duck's not a bad thing now that you think about it. I don't know. I mean, then you got like, like the lion would be dope because king of the jungle. But that I think it's overrated. I don't know. I think. Uh, Maybe like uh, like a fisher or a weasel or something like that. No, it'd like be that. cool. Like the flying monkeys on the Wizard of Oz. You get a little bit of the monkey. You got the opposable thumbs. You can do the monkey deal, but then you can fly. The thumbs are an important. I part, would say man. I would say a Wizard of Oz monkey. To be honest, because you get a little, you get a little both. Yeah, yeah. Hey, do, do you watch Jeopardy? I mean, I know of Jeopardy. I okay. wouldn't say I'm a normal. Are you a normal watcher of Jeopardy? My son loves Jeopardy. My really? son's also 15 months old. Yes. Um. So Sh- shout out to Crew. He's he's just crushing it. So yes. Um. So this guy's been on. He's a professional gambler. He gets on. Typically, people that watch Jeopardy, usually the winner of Jeopardy wins like in the $20,000 range, roughly. They probably get two final Jeopardy in the high teens, and then they usually, you know, maybe 30s, low 30s. So I'd say anywhere from 20 to 35. You know, it's roughly the average. Let me guess what he got. 325000 Okay, so... Probably by tonight. So what happened is now he's a, he won the first night, won the second night, won the third night. By the end of day three, he had like $130,000. So he was averaging what, about $40,000, $45,000 per episode. So he's already above and beyond the normal thing. Because what he's doing, he's getting like, he's answering obviously a lot of questions. The guy's smart. Then he's just like double jeopardy, all in. He's got like 20000 all in, 40000 Then he'll go double jeopardy, he'll be like, I don't know, 30000 He'll go up to set. So last night was his fourth night on. He got the all-time, think about this, all-time Jeopardy record for um, total in a single episode at 110,000. How does crew like process Jeopardy? Like, how he does just he likes, like it? He likes the noise, likes the sounds. Yeah, because he likes the clapping, likes double Jeopardy noise. All right, so it's more stuff like that. Well, I mean, he's not figuring out the questions, but he gets excited. He might be, he though. He might. He's smart. But this guy, so now he's... Day four. What? When's? You, how old do you have to be to get your real estate license? Eighteen. Dude, I can't wait for twenty thirty six when Crew takes over Clinton County, crushing as the third Trombley in a great lineage of real estate professionals. We'll see. Maybe I don't know. If he wants to, great. If not, uh, that's if he doesn't accept his contract with the NFL. That's. He's got. A, he's got quite the arm. Quite, like throwing, he throws pretty well. Just started walking. Um, doing that whole deal. Um, no, he's cool. Great. Is it is it weird or scary being a dad? Uh, is it weird or scary? Um, 
it's a little it's the best it there's no the other best, exper- right? yeah there's no other you can't describe it any other way i i it's weird um in the sense that you are responsible for another human um the other thing i find weird is that like i've now put in perspective more of my life watching him now he's only a year and what i mean by that is i had crew was born i was 28 my parents were 28 when they had me so we're almost i mean identical mm-hmm. time frame so now i look at him as this one-year-old of course then it's going to probably take even more precedence when he's three and five and seven like where i thought my parents were at that age obviously you think an adult the adults got this stuff all figured out and then i kind of look back at it and i'm like He's one. He just like mom and dad are it. Mom and dad are like his yeah. his, his crew. You know what I mean? Like they're um, thinking that you know. But then on the flip side, as me and Gina are parents, but then you're trying to figure out just life and things and and everything else that goes into just you know life. That he he obviously has a perspective that we are like his superheroes because we're his parents. Where we look at it as like holy crap, like. We thought this about our parents, but now we realize our, what our parents' situation was with us. Because, and then it kind of makes you have more of an appreciation for your parents because you're seeing it now on the opposite side, where you're like, "Holy crap!" He really thinks, you know, and he's he's want, he, but like, all he wants to do is hang out with it. Like, I'll come home and he'll just want to play, and and you know, you know, he's calling, you know, Dada and picking you up and doing all the thing, which is like so awesome. But you know, you're his whole world at that point. Where back when we did it. Like when I was a little kid, like that was the same thing. I viewed my parents as just, hey, my parents know everything. They're the, these, you know, and then it's so over time you get to kind of look back and it's almost like looking back in time and kind of seeing almost like watching you as a child, but from like the sidelines kind of yeah. thing. And then be like, holy crap, like we are, you know, I don't know. It's just a cool perspective. So that's the weird part. But I think that's kind of been rewarding a little bit because I get to see and appreciate what my parents did for me and obviously that's just going to continue as i get older you know because by by the time he's 18 i'll be the same age and my like him going off to school or going out getting just graduating high school now i can put in perspective what my parents felt when i graduated but like of course 18 i was just like good i'm done high school like great but obviously it's kind of like a coming of age thing for your parents so you know 18 years from now i'll get to experience that um do you want to have his third birthday party at the farm (laughs) pony rides Goat rides, pig Maybe. rides. I'd take him up there when he's when he's a little older. Yeah, he when wants, he understands, he likes horses. He knows you can say nay. You could tell him that the he, goat actually, is a horse. To be honest, he loves farm animals. I, I really would because I think not now, but I think in you know once he's ready. Yeah, make sure Shirley's still alive. Yeah, he likes pigs. He likes horses. He likes um, what is it? What ducks. do you think about goats? He likes ducks. Uh, we know sheep say ba. Goats say ba too or ba whatever. Yeah, goats goats have a little more. Sheep are like ba. Goats are a little bit like, Bleh. yeah. No, I don't know. So he kind of he kind of does that, like the voices, but he's still good at the voices. Um, no, he would, he would do that. I think I think, but definitely by the time he's he still loves, he loves animals. That's, yeah. that's like his jam right now. Little kids, whenever, that, that whenever they come to the farm, they have like the time of their life. They have so much fun. Oh yeah, you're a kid. Yeah, or an adult. I have the time of my life on the weekends. It's fun. Yeah, you're just driving around in the four wheeler, just hanging out, drinking beer, like looking at all my animals, eating meat. It's great. <laughs> what uh do you on weekends do you pretty much like unplug, disconnect? Yeah. Or for quite a you, bit. You probably notice that my snap my Instagram stories aren't as lively on the weekends really. I'm the same. I don't really post on the weekends. I should cuz that's when I do way more cool shit, but um yeah, I I don't like like 
I use I'm I'm definitely still addicted to my phone, but I've been trying to be better like when I get home, put it down, don't be on it all the time because there's no you know, you got to you got to enjoy life. Like I love I love doing Instagram stories to show everyone what I'm up to, but I feel like I don't want to make it like I'm trying to look through my life through a lens of Instagram. I still want to live like it's important for marketing, like it's important for it to help me sell eggs is important when it comes to mortgages and that sort of stuff, but I don't want to become like obsessed with it cuz I used to get home and then I just be on my phone all night. And now I just sort of try and hang out more and I um uh... From a phone perspective, if like at night, I very rarely do anything on my phone that's not grabbed because of work related. You know what I mean? So if I like get home, have a few things going on, you know, usually work related, I, I have to take care of them. Like, you know, like even after this, when I get home, I guess I have to call a couple people probably on the ride home. So it's, it's, I'm constantly, and like by the time I turn my phone back on, I'm sure I'm going to have five to 10 messages on my phone because it's, you know, a little bit after hours. And so I'm going to be responding back to that and taking care of emails and stuff till probably 11 o'clock tonight. And that's usually like a normal work week for me. But, um, if I didn't have that, I probably wouldn't, I'd probably go home, phone off, do whatever. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I'd probably read more. I probably would watch some, some TV here and there, but like Monday night, I watched college basketball finals, but I, you know, I, other than that, I haven't really watched any TV. If any, if I watch anything, it's usually like something on YouTube where I'll just I, I subscribe to people or watch. Well, I like, feel like you're a big you're a big learner. Like it, I feel like everything always, that you consume, you're trying to learn from it yeah, or gain read, something from read it. Read or even even like watching like your videos. I'm not gonna open up a farm, but like I actually watch it to watch Sarah's video techniques. As yeah. crazy as that sounds, like I actually kind of look at it because it's a little more reasonable to me watching a professional person yeah well we're total amateurs we bought a camera yeah. maybe six months ago and like we bought wondershare filmora it's like 60 dollar program and um like i love mac if but i know i'm not going to buy another mac just because they're so expensive and you guys have a mac now yeah we both or have S- old Sarah's, macbooks yeah, yeah. like what, i got a MacBook. What, what year 2010 2011 yeah i think mine's a 13 yeah i've even con- well i've contemplated it more just for processing speed and then um uh, da- uh, well, for you, memory. like you, you don't have to like we have to run Windows to use most of our mortgage programs. Like you don't. No, I, you don't have to do that. I, I would get a Mac, and yeah. to be honest, my next Mac I'm probably going to splurge quite a bit on. Because you should get a desktop versus a laptop. It, 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 but this is mobile. I would love one. I would love to have a desktop. Yeah, get a and, desktop and, here. But the thing is, like, I mean, it's just easier. I can go home. I can take it. Yeah. You know, if I have to go home, if I go on a trip, I can bring it. If I'm here, if I'm traveling, you know, like. I do want to get a desktop. I think at some point I'll get a desktop just more for memory and, and probably editing purposes. And to be honest, like probably something Jordan could use or something more than I would use, but I'd probably have it set up on my desk and this would be my travel. Cause it all syncs up. So it's not, yeah, it's not like anything that I do is going to be like, I'm sure if I move something here, it automatically move there and vice versa. I like it. So, Cloud-based baby. Yeah. I got to figure it out. Cause right now when I bought this, it didn't have a lot of memory. Had it think like 120 gigs. Like this thing right here has two terabytes. You can put a lot of you can put a lot of stuff on that. I put all my photos on that, took them off this. Problem is I still have a lot of stuff on this that I should really put on this. And this is my setup right here. Mm-hmm. And then I can pretty much get this almost down to very little. Yeah, whatever project you're currently working on. Yeah, so I can really... 
I got to do a better job of that. Actually, I might do that later today. This is like stuff I think about, and I just move, move everything on there, and then literally just kind of work off of this. Because very rarely do I need to go get it, and it's just a couple extra clicks if I have yeah. that plugged in. I just got to make sure I have it with me, but I do most of the time. It's just an external hard drive. But um, congratulations for getting a thousand downloads, my dude. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know where that stacks up, but it's triple digits, so it seemed pretty good. You know, it's it's not as good as me. I mean, it's, it's no it's no Craigcast, but um, I spend a, I spend a lot of money on advertisers and stuff like that, though. Yeah, I don't I don't have <laughs> no, any no. advertisers yet, but I, I think I think um, yeah. How, how did you? I mean, you you have a pretty good following. I think pretty so. pretty good listener base. Yeah, like I mean, I've I how many? You're probably twenty something episodes too. Yeah, twenty. I think this will be twenty one or twenty two tomorrow. Yeah, and I probably have listened to four or five. Just yeah. I mean, you're probably the same with listening to my. It's yeah. just time in the day. It's tough to keep up with everything. Because I'll only pretty much listen to people I know. Like on Joe I'm, Rogan, I'm kind of the same. I listen to pretty anybody who I think is interesting. But on just listen to Kevin Hart, dude, that was a phenomenal Very podcast. Good. That was one of the better ones. Part part of it because I I really like Kevin Hart, but probably the best this year so far. I would yeah, like I can't think of this year. Nobody's I, I would, been amazing. Really, I would put him up there with the Moss Elon Musk, obviously. Yeah, and then Elon Musk was probably last year though. That was last year, but that was very good. I think it was Kevin Kevin Hart. He's a comic with smart dude, works hard, and just mindset is there. He's got a good mindset. I love the uh, quote. You're like you're writing a book right now. Like what is yeah? What's going to yep. be in your book or something yep. like that? Yep. Smart guy. I actually saw him in con- or concert. I saw him in fifteen for one of the tours. Yeah. His new special just came out. I've been wanting to watch it, but like I, I haven't said, watched I, it yet. I uh, just by by the time I get home, I just don't want to start something at eleven o'clock at night. So I'm just like, I'll I'll probably maybe this weekend I'll try to watch it. It's just an hour, but yeah. Um, man, he's funny. His specials though, they they uh, he's by far my favorite comic. I don't know what my favorite comic is. I like um, I like Joe a lot, but Joe his last special was good. That was a good special. Tri- uh, is it triggered? Yes. Whatever or uh, whatever the last one was, it uh, just came out. I watched Brian Callens. I, I follow him a lot too. Um, his was pretty good. Um, some of the deliveries and stuff I didn't care for as much, but. He's usually pretty decent, but I think... Uh, I think Joey Diaz is my favorite comic. I've never seen his stand-up. I got to... He's funny. He's hilarious. Oh, he's so to hilarious. Him, but I got I to gotta listen to more of his stand-ups. I, I think the other one, like... I find Theo Vaughn hilarious. Oh, Theo might be my favorite, actually. Dude, Theo's, Theo's Instagram he, there, is so awesome. Th- there's certain things that are... The Rat King, baby. <laughs> there's, there's certain things, but, like, he's so... He is, I think, the wittiest person I've... From a comic standpoint, yeah, he's just constantly two, two, two. His mind is just and working. He's very like genuine. Crazy. Like all of his stories and stuff are hilarious. <laughs> I think most of his stories are legit true. No, I think they're all true. Like he, <laughs> he's like what from Louisiana or something. Yeah. He's got a big Southern draw. He has a mullet. Um, the South is wild, dude. I love the South. I got a couple buddies from the South, and they'll 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 they'll, uh, they'll vouch. Um, Louisiana or wherever, wherever they're from, is is pretty wild. It's like a different world down there. I feel like in in like in the U.S., there's like multiple different worlds. Yeah, I think all like if you take, it's almost like different countries. Break it down. You have the north. You have the northeast. You have the you have the central. You have the south. Southeast. Mm-hmm. I would say six. You have northeast, southeast, northwest, southwest, and you have north central, south central, and then Florida. <laughs> Than Puerto Rico, no, but I, 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 no, I think it's true. Like 
we we obviously act different than the South. Now Florida is different because it's 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 more of a tourist like retirement. It's I, I want to consider Florida the deep. You know, there's parts of Florida that are deep South, but we're talking, you know, basically from well, there's like the, the Panhandle nice resort, over. There's like the nice resort part, and then there's like deep Florida, the, the Gator Hunters type people. Well, there's people down there. I mean, I when I go down, there's not that bad. Like I, but I think if you go like Panhandle, maybe some Dude, more, Florida drivers are crazy. But we just went down there. Two people like tried to make us wreck them. <laughs> like we went down to we're, we're, uh, Stewart, Florida. We're sitting near. What was the airports where all the old people live? What was the airport? West Palm Beach. Okay, East Coast. I don't know. West Palm Beach is East Coast, even though it's West. Yeah. Then yeah, just a little bit north of uh, Miami, but Lauderdale. Um, like these people tried to make us T-bone them. It was crazy. Like we were going, they were pulling a Yui from. So we're so there's the two left turning lanes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going, or it's a straight or left lane, and then another straight or left lane. We're on the inside one, and they're mm-hmm. one to the right of us, and we're just going, and they just try and do a Yui, like an illegal Yui, like, and we're right there. And I'm like, what? Like that was crazy, because my dad was like, Matt, these drivers here are wild. You wouldn't believe they're it. Nuts. And it's like they were trying to make us T-bone them. When I go to, when I go to Naples, I'm, I, I'm actually very nervous driving down to Naples. Because a lot of it is just kind of like big highways that just intersect with like, you know, three, four lanes of traffic. But the problem is the, you know, when we go down, which is kind of their busy season, which is the winter, you have all these people that go down to Florida for a couple months out of the year, whatever they do, six months, four months. And they're all old. They, a lot of them can't drive yeah. at all. And the problem is that they're not head checking. They're not looking. They're just turning. They're slamming on the brakes. They're cutting people off. And it's like, it's a whole nother world. I'm fine with driving down there. Like, I mean, me physically driving. Yeah. The problem is I don't trust anybody else on the road because you're driving down. And next thing you know, I mean, I've been cut off more. And I mean, I've been cut off more times down there than up here. And I've down there, what, a week, yeah, a week of the year? And it's not even like know? a cutoff. It's like you're going to wreck your car if you don't slam on your brakes. Like Slam on your brakes, swerve yeah. around people. I mean, it's that people just cutting across the road, bikers just biking all over the place. I'm like, dude, do yeah. people need to, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I get, I get like anxieties kind of with that because I'm like, dude, I don't want to hit anybody. And, and <laughs> you know, you guys got to, you got to head check a little bit. You got to, you know, give a head check or a wave that, you know, acknowledge that you're walking yeah, like across I'm, the road. You're, it's basically the like college kids, but. Add seventy years to them and then throw them down in Florida. Yeah, I mean it, it's uh, unfortunately that's probably one of my only negatives. I don't like the heat, humidities. I'm not a big Florida guy to be honest. I don't know. I can see why my grandpa's like, man, it's beautiful. Three hundred sixty-four days a year. I love that's it San Diego, but yeah, true. But I mean, I would. I don't know. I, I like the North Country. It's pretty sweet up yeah, here. Yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, man, I I couldn't go down to Florida. I couldn't live down there. My sister does. I, we go down. I go down for a week in like February. Now I'm good. Like anything at like March, April. Like right now down in Florida. Two years ago, we went down for a wedding down there. It was, t- I mean, it was fun, but the heat was miserable. Um, I look fat on camera. It's because you're leaning back. I was going to tell you to get closer because the screen's like halfway cutting Matt off and I'm no, well all, within. It's I, all good. We'll throw a big K right there. I uh, I got to get something there. Yeah, Against the brick. Dude, even just put a hat there. Oh, dude, you see that? I can. I'll, t- I'll show you what that is after. I should roll that up there. Is it a big cabinet banner? It's huge. Yeah, it's dope, dude. Dude, let me get one. Just drape this across this. You should. I might do that in the next one. I like the brick though. I think the brick adds like a little. But even just if you, if you, touch. you should just get a little, 
like just a little K, like just a little tin K right there. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. I'll talk to uh, I'll talk to my interior designer, see if they can hook you up. Just kind of, just kind of uh, nail it in. There's a couple nails up there. I got this thing just up there for sale, writer. <laughs> I literally got bored one day. Some one of one of the agents dropped it off and I just threw it up there, and I'm like, ah, I'll just leave it there. Looks looks a little ratchet. It's got some rust marks on it, but it has character. <laughs> There's probably some land out in like Ellenburg or something. I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but um, yeah. So, it's got, it's got what's rust. the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? Being a, a real estate professional. Have you ever been put in like a scary spot where somebody freaked you out or like, mm. I feel like that just happens. No, I, I uh, well, I'll, I'll give you an example. Yeah, I'll talk about this. We actually, this is, um, I think tomorrow, tomorrow's agent's day. Are you, are you going to the actual thing or just the, uh, the, I'm going to hang out with you. I'm, I, I only found out about it three weeks beforehand. I don't know if it was my fault not checking emails or, mm-hmm. or what. But I found out about it, and we just didn't have time to make all the marketing materials and stuff. Well, well, the uh, one of the keynote speakers a few years back, a lady down, I think, in like Arkansas. It was Arkansas. Was uh, was um, Arkansas? Larry Morgan um, was um, murdered showing a house, and her son, I think, is actually the keynote speaker tomorrow. So, um, but part of that with like realtor safety, have because you got to think about it. We go to homes, some vacant, some sellers not home. We go meet people at homes. Now, usually, for the most part, I, I know a lot of people. Trust me, there's plenty of times I go and the first time I meet someone is at the house. It's just, it's tough to, now, in a perfect world, I would get every single client to come meet me in the office. Yeah. Talk about whatever. Well, you're supposed to like get, you're supposed to have them meet you in the office, like get a copy of their ID, like stuff. That'd yeah. be weird to ask people to do that. But that that's what's recommended but and i get it but ask any agent they don't do that nobody does that you know what i mean yeah. just because it's it's inconvenient to have a meeting here to have a meeting there to have a meet like to go show a house and now part of it is like like there's some people that are kind of you know kind of sketchy now my my thing i'm i'm i haven't had any real problems with it like real problems where i've been like kind of nervous um but I mean, a couple years ago, I know there was a guy that called up and was going and looking at, he was a high, high end cash buyer is what I was told. And he was going to houses and he was basically calling up female realtors. All these homes were big, expensive, vacant homes. And I think a couple of the realtors actually like, they like, he wanted to like, coat or ride with them to the place like basically can we just carpool to the house i'll meet you at the office carpool up well you got a guy that's going you know around with female agents younger female agents and going to homes you know he's saying he's a cash buyer that high-end cash buyer like to a realtor that's like music to your ears like oh my god like okay great it's kind of like too good to be true so nobody's gonna pass him up kind of deal but then it was kind of kind of weird, and I think word got out, and people had kind of started talking that this was kind of a weird coincidence. Like we have a couple young ladies that are getting the real estate license. At least two of them have had kind of run-ins with like sketchy people, yeah. either on on social media, um, texting, calling, you know, messaging. Um, so it's real out there. I mean, do I feel as do I? I mean, there's a level of obviously danger to our industry and that people don't think about it but there is a real danger people i mean things happen and 
problem is, and I've told some of the, the girls, I said, if you have a showing and you're uncomfortable, let me know. I will go to the showing with you. You know, I will, you know, I'm not going to send one of them out by themselves to somebody they haven't met and, you know, in a remote area that in a vacant home, like, no, like I will go with you to the showing. If you think at all, that's uncomfortable. You don't know the person because it happens. You, you got your social media. If somebody was looking through your social media and find you attractive, they're going to call you and want to, you know, yeah. potentially do, you know, some not so good things. So like that, that's a real concern. And I think they're going to talk about that tomorrow. And I know we've done through the, the board, they've done like self-defense classes, um, for people, but unfortunately it's the world we live in and there's, crazy people out there and and i wish that wasn't the case but it's it's something we have to kind of work with and i've you know part of like i said some you know younger female agents that's something that you it's a real concern that you know i don't take lightly that's something that we've we've talked about you know that, that could happen and things that will continue to happen um but I, I haven't had any real, I guess, scary incidents. I've had some freaky ones where you're kind of at a house and someone will walk in and you're like, it could be the seller, it could be someone running back to grab something. I've been in homes before where like people have done a drive-by and like walked into the home and been like, hey, can we see the home? And it's like, well, I'm with clients. Like that's happened probably, you know, a handful of times. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm sure, like I said, you could pull some female agents that have been doing this for a while. I'm sure they've had more sketchy situations with like yeah. some, some guys and stuff like that. Um, I mean, the only time I've ever felt like, you know, I guess sexually harassed at a kind of thing is usually from like older women, you know, but <laughs> you know, you kind of, I, I kind of look at it. They got some spunk left in them, I guess. Yeah. So we, we, we let that um, go. But, but like I said, if you're, you know, there, there is a concern, there is a real unfortunate kind of risk issue out there with that but yeah it makes yeah. sense because even when i'm in the office alone because i can't see the door like when i hear the door open i'm like who is that i'm kind of the same here what? who's that gonna be mm-hmm. yeah man there's a lot of creeps out there it's a crazy world we live in yeah i've yeah that, that, that's been that's been something that's uh yeah i don't know i i, I it's 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 stuff you hope never happens um but it's stuff you still got to plan for unfortunately because it's kind of like anything just being being ready First things like that with safety. Um, yeah, it sucks. I mean, it's a real thing, but... I like uh, it. Well, on, on a lighter note, um, tomorrow, first round of the Masters. Basically, one of... People people like the, the college basketball, the first couple days of college basketball. I like it. I like college basketball. I get way more excited opening round of the Masters. Um, I may or may not be streaming the Masters tomorrow at Agents Day all six hours. So mm, I like that. Just, just if you, you know, if you want to sit near me, sit, I, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. This episode won't come out until tomorrow anyway. So that's fine. So I, I will be uh, not really paying attention too much. I'll be watching the masters, but, um, yeah, I think, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. You're, you're I mean, you obviously play I golf. Yeah. I haven't watched a ton of golf, but no? really last summer was like the first summer that I was really into golf and like watching or playing. Play, like having good shots playing not just playing like one or two times a year if that do you watch golf at all i don't i barely watch tv do you know what the masters is yeah no okay. i know all okay. that stuff okay i know all, all right. the basics well, i'm like man i'll change subjects really quick green jacket that's... don't worry i'll be i'll get gold my green jacket, jacket green day. jacket who is gives it a gold shit? or is it green it's green it is green all right that's but if you watch happy gilmore it's gold. tour championship gold jacket i read uh not arnold palmer's what's the best golfer ever from arkansas john Fat daly guy. I read his book. His book was awesome. Which one? All my exes were Rolexes. That was a song of his. 
yeah, you know, he, all my exes are from Texas. Yeah. He's like, he plays music. He's actually fairly good. He has a song called "All My Exes Were Rolexes." John Dale, he's a he's a treat. Oh, I love it. I love the stories from the book. It was great. Which one was it? My life in the rough. Yep, my that, life. My life from the rough. From the right? rough. I've read that one. Yeah, he's a character. He, he was a very good golfer. I mean, he's a two-time major, major champion. Dude, he's the man. Golf is golf is fun. It's a finicky game. I I like it because you're never going to be good enough. No. You can play it till the day you die. Golf will drive you crazy. I kind of look at it like you can always get better, but like it's a lot easier to get worse. Well, think about the thing in golf. I love team sports, trust me. Um, but there's something to be said when you're doing like an individual sport because it's on you, but you know you can get better. Because think about golf. You can hit the ball farther. You can hit the ball straighter. You can hit the ball on the fairway. You can hit the ball already. Uh, yeah. you, you can hit the ball on the fairway. You can hit the ball on the green. Um, meaning you can hit it better. You can increase your, you know, your putting efficiency. You can increase your approach to the green, meaning how close you hit it to the pin. Greens and regulation. Like I think you can play your whole life of golf. You can get good. You can get down to scratch. Well, guess what? You're always going to want to do something better. Either hit a certain shot better. Maybe hit the ball or hit a chip shot. Maybe, you know, if you're kind of a halfway decent or amateur player, you're hitting pitch shots and, and flop shots and bunker shots, but then you get better at, hey, I'm going to hit the, you know, maybe a shot that goes and bounces twice and checks up at the hole like you see the pros do. That's tough to do. I mean, those guys are so exact on how they're hitting the golf ball. But, I mean, there's a reason pro golfers, they God, all they do is continually trying to get better and better and better and better. That's why they go to the range all the time. Like, why does, I don't know, the top golfer, in the, I think Rory actually just took top spot with the win at the, at the I tour. I thought the, top, I thought the top golfer in the world was Donald Trump. <laughs> I think... I think on weekends Supposedly when he's playing he cheats with, all the time. That's what I heard. But, but that was an article from a lib too, so I don't know. I, I also heard conflicting things from multiple people that said he was actually a very good golfer. I'm very proud. So I don't know which I, one's which. But I never fluff up my shots. I will take I will take gimmies every now and then, but I never fluff up my shot or give myself a good lie. I. You do. No, 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 I don't. No, I'm very big on playing as it lies. In a scramble, I do. Give me one instance. Uh, it was the 11th hole of the barracks. Uh, no, I don't know. My uh, <laughs> In a scramble, I will. Um, the only time I might is like right now because it's like it's, the weather's not good. Yeah, it's shitty. Yeah. Like if you have a plug ball or if I hit the ball and it goes in the fair. My, my thing is if you're in the fairway in, in crappy, like beginning of the season, if I hit it in the fairway and there's a it's plugged or there's a big chunk of mud on it because it's mud all over the place, I'll clean it off and just put it down in and hit it. In professional golf. Can't touch it. Can't you clean your ball now putting though? You have always could. You always could. You have to be on the green. But you, you can have to mark be on the ball. The you, can, you can. So if, you, if you're a pro golfer and you hit it into a mud, I guess nice courses don't really have mud problems as much, but you would have to just play it as a muddy ball. Yep. Yep. But you think about it very rare. I mean, if it rains, they do get mud for sure. Yeah. And when they hit the ball, it affects the way the flight of the golf ball. But like I'm talking, I hit in the fairway in April probably till mid-May up here when it's still that just crappy and the grass hasn't, you know, it's just not good conditions. If I hit it in the fairway and it's like full of mud or you kind of get it and rolls through and literally half the ball is just chalked with like little specks of mud, I will clean that off. And, and Or if you hit it and it's kind of like still wet and you're almost like in semi-standing water, I'll yeah. move it to a dry spot yeah. 
if I'm in the fairway. If I hit it in the rough, I'm playing as it lies. Because to me, I got, I'm getting penalized for hitting it out of the fairway. Exactly. So I've always, I've always been big on that. Just play the ball as it lies. I don't fluff it up. I don't fluff in the fairway. Now, mid-May, when the weather gets nicer all the way to the end of the season, if I hit it in the fairway and it's in a divot, if I hit it in the fairway and it has mud on it, I'll play it. I'll play it as it lies. Like I, I really don't like taking anything. I don't gimmies. I take gimmies to speed up. Like I'll take a, a close gimme if we're like in a group playing and it's like yeah, it's not for just to serious. speed just to speed it up. I mean, if I'm playing like my own ball, like if I was out with just me and you playing my own ball, I'd play everything. You know, I, I um, I'm trying to think anything else. I'll take a breakfast ball every now and then, but that's about it. I'll hit three off the tee. I do yeah. it all the time. Like I, if it's my first hole, potentially. Depending, if I like run down from the car and I just like tee up a ball and just swing and I just kind of push it off into the like <coughs> that I might, but once I get the round going, if I hit it out of bounds, I'll take three off the tee. Yeah, trust me. Last year I had some awful scores. I didn't hit the ball much, but I, I think I took. You know, when you're hitting three off the tee on four holes, yeah, your score gets it, it up pretty up quick. All of, all of a sudden, you just added ten strokes to your to your game that weren't actually strokes that you actually physically hit. Um, you know, if you go in the, if I go in the water, I play it. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm very big on just playing a lot of the rules of golf. Now the new thing is you don't have to pull the flag stick out. Yeah, I like I like the flag stick because I always try and give it a chance. I hate leaving putts short. So but like you can anywhere on the green, you can leave it in. Yeah, and I like I, leaving it in. I, I it definitely speeds up play. I mean, I would putt with a flag stick in if it was just like going quick. And I didn't feel like going to walk to pull the flag. Like half the time, I'm not in a position now golf wise where I really care what I score. I just like to me going out and just like playing what I find what I find halfway decent is acceptable to me. So if I just go and just hit a putt, I really don't care. I don't really line up half my putts I, I play. You know that as as you play yeah. with me. My 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 uh my my give a fuck on half my golf game now was downhill. Ten years ago, no, I would have really focused, but now I don't care. Um what uh have you played yet this year? Nope. Have you? No. Well I played in Florida but that's it. Yeah, I haven't I Golf clubs, I I, I want to go. I got a, I got one or two tokens in the car. I want to go use. I go down and hit bluff. Yeah, we should do that next week. Yeah, uh, no. well, I got my grand. I got my grandpa's old clubs with me now because I just have them at the office, and my good clubs are down in New York. But I'll, I don't, don't matter. I know Casey's been hitting a few. Obviously, yeah. He's he's he's, he's you, don't, gonna, you don't get that good by not hitting a few. But I know. I back in the day, I used to go to uh, my high school, and I would hit golf balls for. I'd go a couple times a week and hit for an hour or so. Just literally just dump a garbage bag out. Put a, I had a, like a national turf little mat, and I would just hit golf balls out. Go pick them all out of the ground because I plugged. Put them back in the bag, bring them home, wash them, and do it all over again. So um, those were the good old days, so I had time to kill. And it was fun. I used to just back back on the, the iPod days. <laughs> I was uh, I was with Ryan the other, actually this morning. Um, we had real early breakfast, and I was – Talking to him about, yeah, I had it on my iPod. You know, I have all their songs on my iPod, and I'm like, I meant my phone. Like, I'm still from, I think we're still from the generation where we're like, yeah, iPod. I just found an iPod the other day, actually. Did you? One of the smaller squares I, where it had the little circle wheel. The thicker one or the skinny? The skinny one. Yeah, so the, it was, the that Nano. Was sort of a newer the iPod, one. I think it was iPod Nano. That's the one I had. I didn't have the first generation that looked like the big like white brick. Cell, yeah, kind of like a cell phone I looking I had thing. The big white brick. I should bring back the shuffle. I never had the shuffle. I didn't like the shuffle because there was no screen. 
So literally, like, because at least on the the nano, you could scroll through and pick yeah. the song you wanted. You could, on the shuffle, you couldn't. You had to just click through. You said it had like five. So it legit was a shuffle. Fire. Huh? You had to have like five hundred megabytes of just straight fire music. So you love it all. <laughs> that's that's the worst thing when you're listening to music. Like you get in the shower, you put music on it, and it goes to a song, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, so I usually before I get in the shower, I'll make like a a three song playlist. Maybe I should start listening to podcasts in the shower. I tried. I can't. I can't hear it. Do you have water speakers or do you just play it out of your phone? I have to. My problem is like if I shower, it's early in the morning and Gina's still sleeping. So I try, I don't put any music on. Like if it's like on the weekend or something and nobody's like, we're around, like but nobody's. Like cra- a crazy midday shower. You're like, yeah, I'm just doing it. I'm going to blast Yeah, or like, if, it's like and- if, I, if I like happen to go to the gym like on a Saturday morning and I take like a mid-morning shower kind of deal, I'll put music on, but it's more music because I, I can't hear podcasts over the, over the water. Um, or the fan or whatever. Yeah. I should get water speakers. Those are cool. But then I probably would. Maybe I'll buy water speakers. But I, I don't take long showers. I love showers. I don't take them that long. I'm anymore. in and out easily within five minutes. Good man. Like I... I uh, Good for the environment. Yeah. Usually I can get in and out of a shower on one song. Like if it's a four minute song. Damn. Yeah, you jump in. Get under the water quick. Wet the hair. Are you a cold shower psycho? No. Nope. I want to become one. Nope. <laughs> No, the only time I'll take a cold shower is if like if it's after working out in the summer and my my body temperature is yeah, so freaking high that I have to just cool myself down. Right now, no chance. Warm. Maybe I'll try a cold shower tomorrow. I'll let you know how it goes. No, it's, you'll see if I'm fired up at. Eight. I've taken would I before. would I jump in a cold shower really quick just to kind of like wake up hundred percent? I'm not standing in a cold shower to actually bathe. Like I'm not gonna sit there yeah. and like shampoo my hair while i'm just like getting blasted by cold water that's to me stupid let's try it no no i'm not trying that people do it like i think people do it from the standpoint of getting under the shower and just letting it rinse like rinsing off i feel like they do it to get hard you better never touch my foot again during this podcast i'm trying i'm trying to move around here i'm trying to get some space and matt's Matt's just nonchalant. <laughs> just, just He's take off, it, just hey, take off camera, but all his feet are in my my my. Uh, no, I'm on camera. My space. It's all good. Do you have a MySpace, dude? My MySpace is fire. I still visit it weekly. <laughs> Do you really? No. Uh-huh. Ooh, let's see. <laughs> Can you find MySpaces still? I'm gonna I'm gonna check. I got, I got the computer today. Um, I never had a MySpace. Really? No. Were you a freak? No, I didn't. I didn't have Facebook until college. I think, dude. I was an early adopter. I had Facebook in like. Probably tenth grade. I, I love how I've had a lot of people because I, I do a lot like social media wise. Like, oh man, you must be on this all the like do this and that. I don't really know a lot about technology. I'm really bad, as you can see with the YouTube thing. You're gonna get the first like five minutes of this podcast cut off because a phone call came in and basically cut our feed. That's what I was trying to get at before. As soon as the call came in, it cut our our feed. So I'm gonna have Jordan try to merge the two. But it literally might be the first five minutes, followed by a thirty-second hiatus, followed by the last. It's all good, baby. Couple hours, but um. Put something cool. Put a. Put a nice would you want MySpace? Let's I can't find my... mine. There's so many Matt Craig's out there. It's tough. I just want to see if MySpace is a thing. It's still a thing. Featured content of MySpace. Wow, you can connect with people. That's so. Wow, cool. MySpace, cool. Can you search people? Yeah. The best music. To be honest, I've gone There's through so most many, of these. I don't even know who half these people are. There's so many Matt Craig's out there. It's tough. I didn't have it. You will not find a Galen Trombley in MySpace. If you if you do, someone either just created it or it's, it's there actually is a 
another Galen Trombley in the world. That would be awesome. You get so famous where people create fake profiles for you. Oh, there is there is a Galen spelled the same way. Let's check him out. Oh yeah, so this dude. Oh, Ellie's gonna love this. It's actually under the username Galen One Fucks One Shit One Up. So that's cool. But this guy um, is a guitar guy, and his name's under Galen. I actually DM'd him. He hasn't touched his Instagram in five years, six years. I want the handle at Galen. Just at Galen. At Galen. This guy's got it. He's he's inactive. He's got a MySpace, so you know this guy's not. You know that guy's not. Uh... When's the last time he actually logged in? Instagram. He hasn't done a thing in years. Yeah, there's just Mad Matt Craig's out there. It sucks. It's good though. Good solid Christian. How many Matt Matt Craig's do you think there are? There's a pro baseball player. There's a photographer. There's a musician. What is there, 7 billion people in the world? Is there that many? I think so. This is, we can fact check. I love this. I would honestly say there's probably 100,000 Matt Craigs. I hope I don't get scammed now with uh, <laughs> Earth population, 7.53 billion. And, and the projected line from basically 1960 was like 40-something billion or 40-something million. And it's like this. So literally a straight line up to 5.3. Oh, no, my bad. That was 3 billion people. These are Bs. Sorry, folks. We're up to 7.53 billion. What do you think about... I've thought about this as a real thing. It's in, it's in the a book I'm reading now, which I say reading. I haven't read it in over a year, but I'm about halfway through. But the idea that when do we have a population crisis? I think it's right now. I think it's already happening. You think? And what, and what I mean by population crisis, think about... I'm looking at this. So 1960, I'm kind of looking at this map, was three point roughly five billion people. Okay, 19. So we've doubled. 1960 was 3.5 billion. Based off of this thing, I don't know if it's totally true. Eh, I trust it. But, okay, they're saying there's 7.7 billion people in the world. So if you think about that, since 1960, at three and a half billion people, we've Double over double that just in the last. We'll probably hit ten billion by sixty years. Twenty forty. But think about in sixty years we've doubled the population. How long before it took years and years and years, hundreds of years to get up to that level? Now it's just like it's it's compounding. Yeah. So what's happening basically is you have compounding. Now you have seven point five three billion people. That means that many more people can now create more people, Mm -hmm. and it's just going to keep going up. Rabbits. Yeah, so I, I wonder what the what the want, tipping point is, like when it yeah. when it's really bad. Yeah, supposedly uh, according to Alex Jones, the globalists are trying to figure out a way to do population control. According to Alex Jones, I don't know. It was on Joe Rogan's I podcast. I've never actually watched a single thing of his. He's pretty crazy, but it's it's sort of entertaining. So, I don't follow him at all, but when he's on, I've listened to him twice wow. on Joe Rogan. Wow, this is crazy. Okay. This is really cool. So worldpopulationview.com. This is a cool website. So, wow, annual growth rate. And wow, this is literally everything for us. Okay, so is that in English? <laughs> we need a young Jamie in here. Oh, it is. Okay. 
so this is pretty cool. So they're adding. Literally, this okay. So this site is actually adding people or subtracting people based off of China and India just swapped, not swap, but like move people. This is kind of freaky. Okay, so basically, what it is is two thousand. Wait, I got to look at it. Two thousand two thousand nineteen world population seven point seven billion people. China leads the way at one point four billion. Shout out to China, doing doing great, doing great, just great (laughs) stuff. Um. Now, this is funny. So, who do you think is going to take over next as number one in the world? This is incredible. Wait. I'm going to, I'm going to give you the rundown. I'm going to do, make this fun. We're going to do the top 10 populations in the world. Can I try and guess it first? This is incredible. I would never have guessed this, but um, America. Well, Japan. you want to go, you want to go from one down, make it easier? What's, what's the biggest country you think? China. I just said it. Okay. Number two, India. Got correct. Number three. By population. America. Correct. Number four. You will not get this. I bet you it's... Is it like an African country? I'm not going to tell you. Just take a stab. Oh, Russia. Incorrect. Indonesia. Fuck. Number five. Actually, I would have got this because I, I was thinking in my head before this came on that this would be a top five country. I was correct. Russia? Brazil. Oh, yeah. Number six. Russia? Pakistan. Number, really? Number seven, Russia. Nigeria. <laughs> number eight, Russia. Bangladesh. Number nine, Indonesia. Russia. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, number ten, Mexico. But this, what's crazy about this? They talk about growth rate. So China's got eighteen percent of the population of the world. Indonesia's got just under eighteen percent. China eighteen and a half. Indonesia seventeen point seven four. United States four point two. Do you think big drop? India or China is going to knock us off number one. Is it? Are we known as number one still? We're like still. In, we're still all right. We're, yeah, in other countries, like obviously we're number one here, but in other countries, they're like, nah, fuck America. We're all about we're all about China I, I, now. United States. Just think of like an economic, political, um, uh, uh, entertainment, uh, fashion, all that kind of crap. Like I say, I mean fashion, I get it. Like there's other, but you know what I mean. For the most part, pop culture. People still want to be United States, but that's interesting that Pakistan's up there. But think about this, <clears throat> which is <clears throat> Jesus, kind of crazy. So they have the 2030 population estimate, <clears throat> Jesus, and the 2050 population estimate. 2030 is 10 billion. 2050 is 12 billion. Potentially, but this is for each individual country. I'm just gonna do top three. United States, they say, is 328 million people currently. By 2030, 11 years from now, you'll have 354 million. That means our country is going to increase by almost, by 25 million people. By 2050, 20 years later, 389 million people. But look at this. Indonesia goes from 1.3 billion to 1.5 billion to 1.65 billion. I got to buy some stock in Indonesia. (laughs) But China, get this, China... 1.4 1.4 to 1.441, a little bit by 2050, down to 1.36. Well, so that, everybody else is, is going up quite a bit. China, they actually say, is the growth rate is well, going to go down. I think China has a big problem with people not having kids. They used to have a child, I think a two-child yeah. rule, but I think that's removed now. 
Yeah, now you're like, maybe that's why. They used to have a two-child rule. And yeah, but to, why would the population go down at that point? Well, I think the culture is still there where people don't want to have kids, maybe. Maybe. It's got to be. Like, you're just switching from big families to smaller. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, thank God we still have huge farming families. Think about that. I'll bring I mean, them back. I mean, back when they had dozen dozen kids was kind of normal. Now people are like, two kids, we're good. Like, that makes a big difference. Probably the growth would, I mean, the growth rate's still more just because of the massive amount of people. But this is pretty crazy, that the fact that you can... Growth rate, man. Nigeria is crushing at two point six percent. This is this is actually a cool website. It's a worldpopulationreview.com. <clears throat> I want to see what they project. The I think it actually goes to all the countries. There's a country called Reunion. That's great, great area. Great. It fish. looks like the Russian flag almost. They make a excellent ceviche. This is great. Bottom five countries by population. I would have got the last one. I would have got this correct. They're considered 0% of the world population. I don't even know what to guess. I would guess a small island nation. What's the one? Uh, Madagascar? Is one, that two, no? three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We're going to do the bottom ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I'm going to go by population. And I don't even think this gets into the... No, this is actually legit people. Angu, and, Anguilla. Anguilla. Good call. Anguilla, 15,000 people. That's an less, island, right? Less than the city of Plattsburgh. Wallace and Futana. Great place. 11,600. Tuvalu, 11,300. Nairu, 11,260. Very close. I mean, they're off by a couple hundred. St. Pierre and Mingulong. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's the same flag as France. Used to summer there. Uh, Six point three thousand. Damn, they got sixty three hundred. I'll do that. Montserrat, fifty two hundred. The Falkland Islands, Falkland Islands. Got a little Falkland, the Islands. Falkland Islands. Let's go vacation in the Falkland Islands. Uh, two point nine people. Twenty nine hundred. Oh, it's like just two point nine. Twenty nine hundred people. <laughs> one, the one third of the guys he lo- one of the guys lost a leg, so um, we're only two point nine. New N I U E. Great area. 1,600. Takalao. Takalao. 1,300. I hope, I hope nobody from Takalao is listening to me. Dude, I hope somebody from Takalao Because they're like, it's actually pronounced Tukalu. Um, Where do you think the most random place anybody's ever listened to? I got, I had listeners. Oceanic. In- I mean, yeah, Oceanic. Okay, it looks beautiful. Um, the, no, the, the bottom country, I would have got this correct. Population. You want to get one more stab at it before we... Download that. I don't want to do that. Keysville. Close. It's actually got less people than Keysville. Vatican City. Vatican is its own country. It is. I've been there. 799 people. Why why is the Vatican allowed to have a wall and America isn't? (laughs) Jesus, baby. I don't know. Shout out to Jesus. Shout out to Bible names. 230 countries. What's actually kind of funny, if anybody watched um, Survivor... A lot of these countries are places that they went for a survivor. At the, at the very ba- yeah, the very bottom. Turks and Caicos. Survivor's a great show. St. Kitts. Bermuda. We should do a Plattsburgh Survivor and just go out to that Valcor? island. Yeah. That, that island. Do you want to do that? No, I don't. You what would we spend to... an afternoon? Let's let's just go to me and you, Valcor, for a weekend and see if we can make it. I did a few uh, few years back with a buddy of mine and his family. It was, we had a good time. Kind of did like a whole like weekend kind of thing. I want to do that with Sarah. Oh parents. man, I got—I actually got really hungover. I, we had a—we were drinking 
Private stock rum. Rum will get that, you. That, that, uh, rum will get next you. Next morning, next morning, the uh, Mr. Hangover came knocking. So I, I would maybe, maybe a little camp out. You I know, think, I think Travis is getting a sweet boat this year. So part of my is job, your boat? yeah, part of my, part of my job is uh, going on the boat. Yeah, part of my job is going to be uh, showing showing people in the real estate community a good time. So would would uh, let's do a. Who would, ooh, who would win at an 80 KYP survivor? Me. You think no, so? No, actually Ryan Lee. No you think question. So? He's yeah. Boy Scout. Yeah. Yeah, but you gotta get but you gotta think about what well, you voted off. It's a team, off. right? No. Uh, would people vote me off early? This is tough. Who would vote Ryan Lee off? That guy's a fucking he's a, yeah, but he's a thing, great man. The thing the thing is, is um You don't want to go against good people. That's the that's the problem. That's what I'm saying with that's what I. That's what I'm saying with survivors. Not always the best, most likable person. It's the best, most likable person who doesn't seem like a threat. It'd be you. People. I mean, I'm. I, like, I think, are we talking about like games? Like, no. I mean, games? I feel like no. You're definitely way more athletic than me, but I feel like you're not threatening. Would people vote me out because people would like me? No, I think saying? people would keep you in because like, hey, he's he's mad smart. He's he's very fast. I would be but great. Wouldn't that be a threat though? It's tough. It's tough, you know? Because I, I, I follow a lot of survival things, and I'm always like looking at how to make little traps and do all crazy stuff like that. I'm a bit of a prepper. A doomsday prepper? Yeah. I, I, you know who I think would win? It would be like... I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm really thinking about this. I think Ryan would survive, and you would survive... Ryan would be great. Ryan, I'd want on my team. Ryan, I'd, I'd want Ryan to build my shelter. But, and Ryan's a fairly athletic guy. The The problem is Ryan, would, I think, just be a threat. People would just want to get Ryan out because they know you get to final <laughs> tribal council. You want to get final tribal council. I don't want to go up against Ryan. Ryan would win the damn thing. Is it a? Is the final one like a, a battle against each other? No, no, no. It's tribal council. It's a vote. The end, All the people you voted out votes for you. So it's kind of like damn. you got to make friends. That's what I'm saying. So like Ryan, if I go up against Ryan... He's gonna win. I want to. I would. I won't want to go up against Ryan. We should do ADKYP so, survival. So who would a, who would actually win is is the question. Could be a dark horse. You never know. I think. I think like a Lauren, a Lauren Richter. Unassuming, smart. We kind of like hide under. She yeah, like she'd be like, like, oh, I brought you guys some fish pack, and not make nice, a big hide deal under out the, of it. And then you'd be like, oh, we don't want to vote Lauren. Like she's. She's been doing great. She's been pulling her weight. Yeah, like we like her. She she's recruited good. us some people. She's good. She's not gonna like. She's not gonna like wow you in all the all the tribal events, but she's gonna outsmart you, and then she's gonna win all the damn ones at the end, like the tribal council where you can't vote her out. Mm-hmm. Then you're gonna go against her and lose. I think Lauren should be a good one. That's um, a good. That's a good. I'm out. I, I still think it'd be me personally. I, I, I think I. I think I'd last long, but I think I'd be out. Yeah, you definitely. I think I'd be really good at a real survivor. ADKYP, I think I'd get voted out. What do you mean by real survivor? Like Survivor Man type thing? No, like or survivor you mean survivor. Show? Like the show, I think it'd be okay. I want to do one of those wilderness it. survival shows. I would need coffee. That's a problem. Yeah. I'll make you coffee. I'll make you coffee at Valcor. Uh, I, I, I would go with, I think Lauren. I think Lauren would be a good choice for that. Unassuming, quiet. She would kind of hide under the radar, and then before you know it, she sneaks up like a, like a, like a cobra. Slit your throat while you're sleeping? I think so. So, so just, uh, just, just kidding, Laura. I don't think you 
so slit anybody's throat. So, so Lauren, if we're ever on a desert yeah. island doing Survivor together, I'm voting you out first. I, I, I can see you. I know what's happening. Um, <laughs> no, that'd be cool. I used to watch a lot of Survivor. Actually, it was one of my favorites. I love mindless shows like that because when it, whenever I watch TV, it's like end of the day, like my brain's totally shut off. I just want to watch like an Alaska show or Survivor, something where you don't really need to pay attention. I bet you, I bet you don't watch Game of Thrones because you're a fucking I do. weirdo. I don't. The pro, <laughs> the problem is, which do you watch it? Of course, dude. So Game of Thrones, we ended up. Um, I got to season seven, which is the final season. It's going on season eight. I watched one episode of season seven. That was over a year ago. I'm just out. Like I, not, I like it. It just, I just don't. I don't know. It's a lot of overhead. It's a lot of time. Well. That's my thing is committing. Like right now, I probably only have to watch a handful of shows um, to kind of get back into it um, or to f- finally catch up. But to be honest, I don't think I have it in me. I, I will at some point. Um, the good thing about Game of Thrones, you can't binge it because they put it out once a week. Well, most shows are like that. Well, I mean, no, <laughs> yeah, but if you go on like a Netflix thing no, nowadays, like, man, they're like, bam, here's 20 episodes or 10 episodes or whatever. Um, nothing's worse than finding a great show and then you watch the first season in one night and then it's just, that's it. Like if it's 30, if it's like eight 30 minute episodes, you're like this show is amazing. Oh yeah. It's just like a pilot season. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like breaking bad. It was like a five or six episode thing. And then breaking bad season two, breaking bad took me three and a half years to get through because I watched the first and second season. I never really watched it. I think Phenomenal. I watched it a little, but I watched the first and second season, got real bored of it on the second season. Cause it was kind of slow. It was like, it was decent, but it was just like, eh, I'm good. I don't like, I'm not getting jacked up to watch it. Uh, season three, four, five strap in. Yeah. It gets wild. And, and, uh, I think I did watch it all actually. Cause I remember thinking about watching better call Saul after I, I started like, better call Saul, which I was told was good too. I'm, I'm, I'm the chronic. I watched three episodes. I'm out. Like I, I just, I like it. I just don't have time to watch it. And then next thing you know, Game of Thrones. I've been on season seven for a year and a half. Yeah, like you're smart. You're driven. Got to sell just, houses. Houses aren't going to sell themselves, baby. No. My my thing is, if I'm not doing work or working on the company stuff, I'm just I'm hanging out with family. You know what I mean? So crew time. That's it. So at night, I usually just hang out with him. So um, oh, yeah. No, so I can't wait to have him come to the farm. Dude, he's he's great. I'm gonna have Gina do some workout stuff at the farm. I feel like she could like just pick up big ass trees for me and stuff like that. Yeah, she could. She's strong. Sarah's Jack too. I really want Sarah to go to a CrossFit class to compare herself to see how Jack she is. I think she could. You know, you know what'd be cool. I've been on a kick on this because I watched the the I've watched the documentary now. I'm like free solo. I've already mentioned it on the podcast. The guy that climbs. I actually bought a, a book on it. You'd be a good rock climber. No, no you're not lanky enough. No, I'd be bad. I'd be horrible. You know what I actually did? You know though? who would be a good rock climber? Ryan Lee. I think so. He's heavy though. Not in a bad way. He's just a big dude. Like he's... I feel like you want to be like six four and lanky. Yeah, but maybe he would. I'm going to ask Ryan if he's a rock climber. You know, have you ever done the ropes course down in Bolton landing? Nope. Okay, so the, it's basically this big jungle. It's awesome. Big jungle gym. There's like five or six courses. The last one actually is very challenging. I was able to get through that whole thing. We went with a buddy of ours, and 
bigger dude, he struggled. Strong guy, he just struggled because you're literally holding your body weight the whole time. Then you had these little high school kids that weighed 90 pounds, but if as long as they had some type of strength to them, they could just they could go through this whole thing and be totally fine. You know, they could sit there, they could climb all the the ropes, go across the railings. You get done, your forearms and your grip are shot. Especially when you're at the very end and you're at the hardest part. Like that that's actually really fun. So if anybody can go do that, um I think I don't know, exit 23, 24 um at Bolton, it's um a lot of fun. Like great summer activity to go do and it's right off the exit. Um I did that a couple years ago, but man, it was uh it was fun. It was a good day. I don't go down there too often, but to the uh the Lake George area. Um how far are you from the city where you grew up? 45 minutes. I'm going down next, is it this weekend? Where's, when's Easter? Is it, no, next weekend. Going down to watch the Yankees play a couple games. A little, little, little road trip with, with some buddies. I got a goat emergency. I think I got to go. Do you really? Yeah. What, what, what did the goat do? It, I think that one of the goats has bloat. I don't know what that means. Do you really? Yeah. Is that worse than the, the rabbit thing or better? I wouldn't be sad if a rabbit died. What's 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 bloat? We had um. I'll let you go. What? Yeah, they what's eat. Bloat? They eat a ton, and their stomach gets too full, mm-hmm. and they have four stomachs, so it doesn't um, it doesn't what you call it. It doesn't like one stomach expands too much, and then it can't move on to the next. Oh, stomach. like bloating? Like yeah, like too stomach. much pl- too much pressure, and like their organs shut down. So what do you got to do? Got to go home and help Sarah out with it. Got to get bloat medicine from Tractor Supply Co. and then baking soda. Oh, so you've done this before. Yeah. All right. Well, we could end there. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. No, we're good. We're good. We're, we're like an hour, hour, hour and a half in, right? Uh, a little less. A little less. It might be the shortest podcast we've ever done. That's okay. It's okay. It's a repeat. It's a emergency. repeat. It's an emergency. It's all right. Sorry for messing up your sober episode. For, for the goats. For the goats. Sorry. Sober episode. Is this a sober, sober uh, April? <laughs> sober right. April. So uh, Matt Craig is, is going to... No, you can, you can go. I'm sorry, everybody. I love you guys. Thank you so much, Galen, for having me on again. Thank you. Keep crushing. And now I have a good chance to go on. Uh, I'll, I'll be on for episode 50 now. We'll plan it now. 50? Every 25? You're going to yeah. get a little Matt Craig re- reunion? Yeah. We'll okay. get, I'll get you back on too. No, it's fine. Wait. No no favors. Family it's comes right. first, No baby. favors. Goats come first. Shit, that sucks. That's it. That's all right. So Matt Craig, uh, this is our first ever walkout, but that's okay. That's okay. See you, pal. Take care of the bloat. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, land this plane, so. All right. Bring him home. Okay. Sorry, buddy. No, you're good. You're good. You do the thing. Matt, Matt Craig is, and he's gone. Um, all right, so instead of um, talking for, for multiple hours on this, folks, by myself, this is actually kind of weird. I've never done a solo podcast. I usually do it when Matt runs to the bathroom, and I have to fill in about a minute to two minutes of just dead space. Um, did that for a couple guests, um, but we won't go on. It's, I don't think you guys want to just hear me in my thoughts. Um, so we're going to end there. That is episode 25 of the Galen Trombley Show. Uh, we have, let me see, next week we have a couple people. We had one that was supposed to be this week that had to get rescheduled. Um, possibly next weekend when we go to the city, I'm going to be with a couple guys. We may do something down there, potentially. I don't know. I'm sure they'll be listening to this and say yes or no to that idea. Um yeah, I think it's good. If you guys, obviously, if you have any questions or any, any um, you know, things that you 
would like to kind of see, or, you, you know, I, I guess you're supposed to ask for ratings and all that stuff. Um, I don't really do that. You guys can do it if you want. Um, like I said, I'm not too concerned on, on, uh, you know, the audience of this or how many people see it or, um, you know, listen or how many people download it. I just kind of do it more for my enjoyment and, you know, to talk to some interesting people again, uh, Matt, Matt Craig, obviously being, um, a pioneer. And, and again, I, I've talked about this before. Matt is, he was, he started, I, I think kind of like our local crew of podcasts. We have Matt, um, the runs Craig cast, which like I said, is, has a, you know, he's picking up a following. I, I would say I'm kind of the, you know, the second, second tier behind that. I think he's done a very good job. Um, he's had some pretty good, put pretty good guests on and, uh, you know, he does a good, a good form of interviewing. So if you guys can check him out again, that's Craig cast where all podcasts are found. Also brand new podcast started by friend of the show and guest, I believe on episode like, eh, I don't want to get it wrong. Probably 17, something like that. Uh, Ryan Lee has started his own podcast called stories of gumption. Um, it is brand new. Um, I've listened to a couple of his episodes so far. Um, pretty good. I, I think he's done a very good. He's pretty good. He's done a very good job for coming out of the gate. I know we had talked about it when he did the podcast, and that wasn't that long ago. That was in the month, and he's already. I think he's got seven or eight uh, episodes recorded, so he he's dived right into that, and I think he's got a great platform. He's definitely taken on a topic of. Um, he, he explained to me gumption today, being kind of people that have persevered or kind of kept plug in when things might be tough or, or, you know, when the kind of the going gets tough, the tough gets going kind of people. So people that, um, you know, just put in the work and, and, you know, overcome obstacles and, and when they run into adversity can kind of overcome that and, uh, you know, just, you know, become better or improve or just, you know, accomplish things. So I think his, his, uh, platform and topic and subject matter is, is cool because it really offers, a glimpse into a certain specific topic where something like this, where it's just me and Matt kind of shooting the shit. And most of the guests that come on, especially if they're my friends, you know, if I have Matt, Ryan, Meg, I mean, those, those people are, are, you know, we see each other a lot. You know, we just kind of get together and we can kind of talk about any topic because we know a lot about each other's backgrounds and we see each other quite often. So those, those for me are fun because I'm just bringing friends on and having conversations that hopefully you guys like to listen in on. But then, you know, I have some people that, you know, come more as, you know, maybe a subject matter I want to talk about or maybe something or someone I've never met before. And it's kind of one of those, Hey, you should interview this person. And, um, I think would be kind of, you know, those are those, I need a little bit of both. So I, I kind of hit on those where I think story of gumption or stories of gumption with Ryan Lee. Um, <clears throat> he, he's really gone onto a topic and, Obviously, each each episode is it's different. It's a different level or different tier or different subject matter of gumption. Uh, but I think he's got a really cool um, thing going on there, and I think he's going to be very successful. If anybody listens or knows Ryan, he's a very smart, intelligent, um, and and all around good dude, a local guy. And I think he's very well spoken. I think he's got a good interview style. Um, and like I said, extremely intelligent. So I think he's got a lot to offer. So if you guys like those forms of podcasts, uh, locally, like I said, myself, that's, you know, obviously this show, uh, but Craig Cast um, and stories of gumption with Ryan Lee. I do know there's some other podcasts out there locally. I'm not huge into the local podcast scene yet. I know Matt, um, knows a few more uh, than me, but we've had Ryan, uh, going up on the show of slop dog radio. Um, 
you know, like I said, look him up on Instagram. He's got a channel there. You can certainly follow him. I know there's a few other podcasts out there. Um, Matthew Waite has a show. Um, I think it's called Why Wait Innovate, and he's been doing it probably. I probably have the times wrong. Maybe maybe you know a year and a half or so. Um, but I know he's done quite a few episodes and had a, has had a lot of indiv- uh, local individuals on. Um, so that's one to check out. And I think Trashburg is another one which I've I've heard about. I haven't really listened to them, but I know they got a, a pretty good following. So um, I know Matt's big on you know trying to promote local podcasts, and, and I kind of want to do the same. So if you guys can, um, you know, I'm big on supporting kind of our local community. Um, our slogan is hashtag matter hashtag hashtag local matters um for our company but you know these local platforms and these local podcasts that people i think it's all good it's all it's like i said i I really like when people can collaborate and and they're putting out this platform which has become more popular but today's day and age i think it's cool to strip away all the the noise and all the craziness of day-to-day life and just bring it back to simple conversations um and hopefully you guys can kind of be a fly on the wall in our conversations. And, and I think that's all good. So any of those podcasts that I just listened, they all kind of have their own unique spin and take and guess. But, you know, if you guys can support those people, um, they're doing some great things in our community. And I do think it is an art form. Um, I'm not as polished as probably some of those who have been doing it a little bit longer. You know, Ryan's just got up and running, but I think he's onto a great start. Matt's you know, big podcast guy, and he's been doing it for for quite a while. Um, you know, I think he's he's start he's a few more months than me, um, but I would say we're all within a year. And a couple of those other podcasts are probably on their, you know, going into their second year or so. So if you guys can, uh, please support those local podcasts. Um, and uh, yeah, like I said, reach out to those people and say that you do enjoy listening to them. Um, you know, I'm sure they would appreciate the feedback, and it kind of gives them a little boost in morale to keep going and to keep. Uh, you know, putting out some good content for you guys. Um, I think that's it. I, I, I in, re, in regards to like possible other things that, or other topics, if you guys have any recommendations, I love hearing recommendations of people. Um, you know, one of my things I, I kind of don't like is um, people requesting to be on the podcast. It's kind of one where, you know, I've kind of said before, like if I, you know, kind of want you on the podcast, I will certainly ask for you to come on the podcast. Um, but I really do it kind of more as I, I want to be interested in my, the people that I'm talking to. Um, you know, like I said, it's a, it is my time. Um, you know, and my, my time to me is my most valuable asset. Um, you know, it, it's just something that is always limited every day. So for me to sit down and have a long form conversation, I, I do want to have some interest obviously in the other person. Um, but if you guys do have recommendations, I do want to hear that. So, um, I don't really have any, go to my Instagram uh, at Galen Trombley, um, and check it out. Um, and just, like I said, shoot me a message and just say, Hey, listen, this person's interesting. I would love to have you interview them. Love to have you talk to them. And it kind of gives me some ideas of, of different people. Again, it's more of people I want to talk to, but it's been so far geared at local people. I haven't really gone above and beyond and really reached out of our local area. Um, I think as this, you know, platform begins to grow or this, this channel begins to grow, I will probably, probably look farther, look, you know, to other people. But for the most part, I like doing in person. So, and I'm not like Joe Rogan. I don't have enough leverage or people are going to want to fly to Plattsburgh to, to come interview with me. So usually it's people that I know might live out of the area and I might reach out to them and say, Hey, next time you guys are in town or you're in town, can you, you know, you willing to do a podcast? I've had a couple 
out-of-town guests so far, uh, people that have known that have moved away and come back. But So I try to coordinate that way too. So if there's people that you know that may live far away that would be kind of cool subjects to have on the podcast, by all means, definitely reach out. I would love to have... Um, you know, all different walks of life, whether they're in business, in arts, in music, in sports, in whatever. Um, I just like talking to interesting people that I think would be fun to kind of go down some rabbit holes and talk about some stuff. And, and, and obviously in these kind of podcasts with good friends of mine, we just kind of talk about, about nonsense. So, um, yeah, so any recommendations, let me know again, please support your local podcasts. Uh, they, all do a phenomenal job and they all come from a place of wanting to provide value and content for our local listeners. Um, I think that's, I know I said, I think that's it like 10 times. People are probably listening. Like, is this actually it? I don't know. Matt, Matt left. Um, so I'm just kind of going on maybe a few like house, uh, what do they call it? Housekeeping items that I probably haven't gotten to. Um, Oh, also anybody that is well-versed. I try to learn a lot of this stuff on the fly for myself. If somebody can help me in regards to improving the video quality um, or the audio quality of the live, or not live stream, but the video streams on YouTube, that'd be greatly appreciated. I'm trying to figure that out myself, but if you have some background and you are willing to lend um, or you know donate your services, I would be greatly appreciate it. Um, I'm trying to make the the visual experience on YouTube as good as the audio experience. Um, I mean, audio is number one, 100%. Number one, I'll focus on the audio. I will not take away from the actual audio for video, but if we can get the video up and running and make it a little cleaner and better to listen to, I know there's some, you know, if you listen to it on YouTube, sometimes the quality is not very great um, in regards to being able to listen to and hear and everything else is a little distant. I do have a shotgun mic that's pointed at the, the uh, table, but it's probably a solid five feet, six feet from our table. So uh, I, how much it actually picks up is not anywhere near how well these mics pick up. Um, so I want to try to be able to hack that a little bit to make that a better sound experience for everybody. The visual part, I'm, I do tape it on my um, iPhone 8, I believe I have, iPhone 8. Um, so I'm kind of looking at possibly investing in some cameras and stuff that will or be able to um, give a better visual um, and cleaner and kind of clearer, maybe zoomed in a little, you know, not as grainy kind of footage on YouTube, Facebook, things like that. So if you are good in either of those two, um, if you can help me out, that would be extremely well. I've had some help from friends in regards to setting up with some mics and with, you know, we got a bigger setup and we got some cool things going on. Um, I've had some help with that from some friends. So uh, that's all been good. So hopefully that it gives you at least allows the guests when they come in to wear headsets and people will kind of ask, why do you wear headsets? It allows us to hear what you would be ultimately hear. So yes, as I'm talking right now, the feed is coming back in my ear. So I'm listening to myself talk, which I'm used to now. I kind of, it doesn't really bother me, but sometimes guests will put on a headset and be like, oh, okay, this is weird. I'm not going to do it. I think we've had a couple of guests that just refuse to wear headsets, which is fine. I think, I think wearing the headset though allows us to give a better quality knowing that maybe we're talking a little too far from the mic or too loud or too, um, you know, and it allows us all to kind of regulate. I, I can obviously adjust the levels in front of me and all that, but it's cool when, when guests can actually hear that. And the fact we have, uh, four setups so we can have up to four people, 
I don't think we've had we've had the five guys one mic, but we we weren't all in our individual mics, which would have sounded much better. Um, but I, I have had up to three people. Um, I don't think I've had four yet, which hopefully will happen at some point. I'm sure I'll get some of these guests back, some reoccurring people, maybe in, in a group setting, which will be fun. Um, I think that's man. I'm trying to think. This is this is kind of. I don't get a lot of chance to kind of just go over some random stuff here. Um, that usually kind of like to update people. If people are listeners of the show, um, I'm trying to think. We talked on the mics. We talked on you know the visual port point of it um i think let me see i guess the last thing i want to say and I, again won't be the last thing i'm probably going to say bad habits i got to break them but um i do want to thank um miss jordan duquette she is considered the producer of the show that's the, the the title that i've given her um jordy came and started working with me probably four months ago and did not know anything in regards to like editing podcasts and videos and things like that. Um, and she has gotten very good. So if anybody is, if you're listening to the podcast, um, that is Jordan's doing, she's the one that is able to kind of edit and make this, I do the recording, but she's the one that edits and puts it all out for your listening pleasure. Um, also the videos of people follow me on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, all those videos. Um, a lot of those videos and or things are chopped up by Jordan. I, I post on Facebook, I post on Instagram, but YouTube, it's pretty much Jordan. Um, she's done a phenomenal job. Um, so, you know, I obviously can't thank her enough. I think as I grow and we grow this company and business and, and I take on kind of, you know, an expanded role as to what I've been doing probably the last eight years or so, um, people, man, are the are the key. Uh, if you get a good group of people, a team of people that, that are just go-getters and are, are quick to implement and, and, you know, just all around fun people to be around, man, you can make a powerhouse team, a company, whatever. Um, so Jordan has been extremely, um, impressive over the last few months and I know she'll continue to get better, but, uh, yeah, I want to thank her for, uh, being as great as she is and as, as, um, She's now become fairly tech savvy, um, and and I'm, I'm sure she'll roll her eyes at that. But she's done a phenomenal job at doing all this stuff. Um, and let me see anything else. That is it. I promise that is it. That's the last thing. We will sign off there. I want to thank Matt Craig for coming back on for episode 25. He will certainly be back on in the future. Um, again, please check out those local podcasts that I mentioned before. They're all doing great things. Um, and and. You know, like I said, please support other people and share and, and reach out to those people and say how well they are doing if you guys do enjoy their channels. Um, so for that, I am Galen for Mr. Matt. Um, hope that his goat situation gets better. But that is episode 25 of the Galen Trombley Show. We are out. Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling, G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.